accents, but hating justice, then you come to the right place. What's your case called this week? The best revenge. Okay. My case is called rough sex. <laughs> yes. It's an interesting like, one. Rough? Yeah, rough. That's what I said. It really you naming your case. It's a hundred percent about that. Like I can name it anything else. I thought about naming it something else. But you never put that obvious name. I did think I workshopped um <laughs> I workshopped some ideas. But then all of them I felt were just not enough mm. for what this story is. Mm. Yeah. It's not a long one, but it is super interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have an update for you okay. Okay. on something we have both been long awaiting. I waited oh, all day to tell you this story. Yeah. I held it in till this moment. You remember the guy who got his mannequin pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> you remember oh, him? Yeah, yeah. She had the baby. <laughs> Apparently, they're, 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 she had a live birth. Uh, Catches, baby black. Oh, no. But he's not. <laughs> he's oh, not. No, no, no. So he is not the father <laughs> of the mannequin baby. To go to Jerry. <laughs> and, um, but then he had like a lucid moment. So Jeanette, this is for real. This is for real. I can so show you the video. So he has a fake baby. Like he has a The dolly. fake black baby. Yes. But he... W- but it gets worse. It gets stranger. Okay? More than having a fake black baby? <laughs> yes. Yes. So... What the fuck? I, so I stumbled back across him because I forgot <laughs> about him. Was I saw this girl post about how I'm on this side. I'm on the side of TikTok where there's this old man who got his mannequin pregnant. And she had a live birth. I saw the birth, right? You- I, I don't know exactly. I saw it. And then she said that he had the baby... But the baby's not his. And then they had a next baby. But the other baby is a Mr. Potato Head doll. Right? So it was very confusing. So, of course, you know, I had to go to see what he was up to. Sure enough, he did have a baby. He had both of the babies in the picture. And he had, like, what seemed to be a lucid moment. So it's either he really believes in what he's talking about. Or a lucid moment slipped through where he was like, these aren't really my children. These are dolls. But how he said it was really bad news for you guys. Emily had to confess to me that the baby wasn't mine. Um, if you all hear any odd breeding, it's just Bonnie who made her way to the couch where we're recording and she wants us to know that she is uncomfortable in the heat. It's a little bit warm tonight and she wants everybody to know. Anyway, back to your point, Susanna. You're saying if you're going to so, fabricate a reality, why would you have anything why, negative yeah, in that? Exactly. Why would you bring your drama? Really? Like, that's what honestly, he wants. you'll be like, if I'm if, on my outer ego life. Yes. Hot as fuck. But what if he's you know, bored, You know, fluent in English and any other language, so I will understand it's speaking or no accent or no languages. Nobody has a problem with your accent. So we have a but, podcast. The, but, that's my, but that's my thing. You know what I mean? Susanna, like, my I don't point know, lots is, of money. Maybe so his money. life is so boring that he needs drama. My goodness. But you're going to... Oh. So that's why he got a black baby and a Mr. Potato Head baby. Let me show it to you while we're here. In a live bird? I didn't see the live bird. <laughs> I, didn't watch the, so I didn't watch the live birth. I couldn't bring myself to watch the live birth. Oh, look, I'm here. But do you see my confusion? 
it's both lucid and insane because yes mannequins can have children but did but she tell him that do you understand my point this is where i'm struggling she told him the baby wasn't his she but even went as far as telling him mannequins can't have babies <laughs> because we have no organs but she told him in the face to know he's actually confused he looks very perplexed My goodness. but he's selling t-shirts now so if anybody wants to support him <laughs> his name is shawnee shawnee the entertainer go go have a look um there's a lot going on over there i don't really i don't really know what to tell you um it's a lot yeah like i said there was a pregnancy allegedly a live birth oh no and um, now the mannequin has told him that she couldn't even have children in the first place. So I'm not sure where he's taking it. But like I said, he has merch. So <laughs> maybe this is his angle all along. And who am I to, who am I to knock somebody's hustle? You know? Yeah, but... Mm. Susanna, a mannequin didn't tell us to do this podcast. But are we in a position to judge somebody who was informed by a mannequin no. of how to live their life? No. Exactly. A, bo- a dog they're tells us what to do. They're not, they're not hurting anybody. This dog Look that's panting bitch. here is telling mm-hmm. us what to do. Okay. So, I know I just overwhelmed you with the story about the man and the black mannequin <laughs> baby and the <laughs> Mr. Potato Head second baby. Poor man. But I do have a treat for you as well. Excuse me. Is there a hot man uh, chopping wood? No. No more hot man oh. chopping wood. But I did learn how to say fuck around and find out in sign language. Mm. <laughs> Okay. You see, finally something interesting. What? Somebody, somebody added it. Somebody added it. So it was a whole sentence. It was like, fuck around and find out, you bald-headed, broke bitch. So it was one whole sentence. Somebody put it all together. Hold on. Let's do this again. Okay. Fuck around and find out. And then... You bald headed broke broke bitch. bitch. You remember? Oh no, this is fuck. <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. Okay, bitch, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, We're ready. Sad. We're ready for this. You learn so much on the internet. Listen. And I telling you, this is a language I can get behind. Teach me <laughs> ASL every day, all day, every day. Okay? Right? And when I learn no this one, accent required. No ah! accent required. And you're just learning some real key important terms, okay? So, so far, we've just put together two sentences. Look at us. Ah. Yeah. So, for anybody who's interested, um, I'll be happy to tag the creator's video on our, um, <laughs> on our accounts. You could go check out how to save for yourself. You know, fuck around and find out. I'll also try to find the original broke-headed, um, bald-headed broke bitch. Bald-headed broke Yeah, so our whole sentence, once you put it all together, children, is fuck around uh-huh. and find out. You bald-headed broke bitch. That's right. <laughs> don't say we don't like to learn over here at the Criminal Clueless Podcast. Mm, you see, you see, you see, you see. What did you think of my two pieces of, of news? That's too much. Is it true that Donald Trump is going to get uh, arrested? He's, he's getting indicted, I heard, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't have much hope for the American judicial system. Anyway, we've gone crazily off tangent, and I'm not even sure if we're going to keep all of this in the thing. For sure. But take me to your case, my dear. My case. My case is different. Sometimes you see, you see, we, we have talked about LGBTQ plus. It's LGBTQIA. All them letters. 
And I'm not, I don't mean it because I'm lazy and I don't mean it in the disrespectful way. Please and thank you. But it's uh, always makes me feel conflicted because I feel that everybody should be allowed to be whomever they want to be. Like if you identify as a plant, be a plant. That man is convinced that he, he his mannequin had cheated on him with a potato and a black mannequin and have black... I'm, uh-huh. I'm now, just stopping. There, there, are are pedo, there are many things. Huh? There are limits here. There are many things. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Like, for instance, I... But I'm just trying to say... I'm just trying to say, well, everybody should be allowed to be with whomever the fuck he, they want to be. Except the pedophiles. Fuck you. You can't be anything. Uh, no. No, no, no. But you're not hurting anybody by saying, I identify as a mannequin today. Yes. You know, you are not hurting anybody. Your life, you are not hurting anybody. You choose to have sex with person of your same gender and it's consensual. You are hurting nobody. And if you're genderless, you're also hurting nobody. You are not hurting no fucking body. Mm -hmm. So uh, granted, you're not hurting anybody. Mm -hmm. You are not forcing shit on other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everything is consensual. But just, you know, sometimes they people take these things to the whole new level. As we were talking the la- last week, was it? Know that always, when I, co- when I come to think of all this, I come to think in a way that everybody should be allowed and respected for being whomever they want to be. Mm-hmm. As long as they're not hurting anybody. Yes, as long as you are okay. not encroaching on anyone Exactly. Else. Another mm-hmm. thing that I keep on saying, and it came from entitlement, was teach me, but be nice to me. Well, if I want to learn, shouldn't I be doing the work to learn? Mm-hmm. I, I do it with racism. Oh, all black people should come and teach us. Why the fuck? But I say that. I said it, and it came from entitlement, and now I understand that. If you want to know, bitch, go, go ahead and out. do your research and ask me question. Fuck around and, and find, find out. out. You see, where did this hand go? I think it's because this it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine and then and out. Then out. Yeah, so it's fine. But it's fine and then out. And then out. You yes. take it out. Out, of out. <laughs> but my point is, all this is to say that this case I'm going to present is, um, it's about a transgender woman. So for those ignorant as well as me, it's a person that was born as a male that identifies in, and he like he still have male body parts, but referred to her as her. but refers as a her mm-hmm. identifies as a woman feels that she is a woman so we shall respect the pronouns and call exactly. her she exactly yeah okay right all all of this to say because i never thought i was going to present a case with that transgender because it's so hard for me to understand the wrap around sure okay all that that's my interest so kenya cuevas fuentes was born as we say male in 1973 in Mexico City. She is the youngest of seven children raised by her grandmother from her mother's side. 
along with her siblings. So grandmother stayed with seven kids while mother moved to the U.S. to work in the U.S. and some money mm-hmm. for them. So right now you can see that seven fucking kids are living with the grandmother. The grandmother also works. There is no mother. There's no father present. Okay. She's the youngest. So her, this, her sibling before her had 10 years. Oh, okay. She's the youngest by a year. So yes. Yeah. It's not like a back to back situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Kenya father remarry and live with another family mm-hmm. so he built another family he barely like from time to time he will come and give her some money so kenya was constantly abused by her male siblings okay because she never behave as male mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. her grandmother sad that i don't have the the grandmother's name her grandmother was her protector being her she being the last of 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 the children she felt more protective uh towards her also just like i don't care how she behaves um she's healthy Mm -hmm. so if you want me to call you pencil today i'll call you pencil you are here you're healthy you know but they're very, they were very, very poor. And they live in a, I don't know how to do it in meters, but it's a very tiny space to the point that sometimes to have space between them, mm-hmm. they will lay mattresses in the bathroom Oh wow! to sleep. Because mm-hmm. that's seven children, grandmother, and sometimes children, spouses. Mm. Kenya was nine years old. Her grandmother passed. Oh. Now, she, her protector in the whole wide world was the grandmother. Was the grandmother. Mm-hmm. Right? So now the grandmother is dead and she, her siblings are all over the place, right? They're working. Also, these siblings have drug and alcohol abuse. So they, they were the consumers, like they were addicted to drugs mm-hmm. and alcohol and why not. So they will constantly come and drunk and uh, like verbally and physically abuse her. Mm-hmm. Even when the grandmother was alive. Mm-hmm. This increased when the grandmother passed mm-hmm. to the point that they were not even bringing food into the house. So she had no food to eat. So she went to and the how neighbor. Old was she? Nine. Nine, right, right, right. So she went to the neighbor. The the na- one of the neighbors, you know these people in in I don't wanna say but let's call it El Barrio. Yeah, but they, they, they like will the be ghetto, fixing right? stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they'll be fixing stuff, and why not? So one of these person have that bodega situation going on, and in and that person will that neighbor will repair something, and why not? So he, that person gave her a job, mm-hmm. right? So they, basically at the beginning she start helping out this neighbor with the job only for food. And then the neighbor said, I will just want to pay you something because I cannot keep on just paying you with food, mm-hmm. right? You need other stuff. Even though Kenya was just grateful to be having some food, mm-hmm. right? So when she started receiving some money, she started saving. Mm-hmm. She started saving money. And one night, the uh, one of the brothers came 
and he was drunk and he found out that Kenya had money right so he took all the money huh or oh, you're making money now you need to put money towards the house wow. of course it wasn't towards the house but she was nine I know so she was so sad she packed some of this stuff I took a backpack but Kenya never left like she's not they didn't have enough to go out wander around and why not mm-hmm. so the only place um uh the only place that she knew to get to it was like this square where her grandmother used to take them to take like a christmas picture okay right mm-hmm. so she remembered how to get to that place mm-hmm. nine years old in mexico city right huge place right so she went there took her backpack in the night and left the house she never came back never came back so she started wandering at night and she see from far a lady walking when she gets close she see for the first time a transgender woman mm-hmm. at this time of the night it's easily deductible that this transgender woman is also a sexual worker yes mm-hmm. a prostitute right so she asked her she said what do i do like i'm i just left my house and why not to what the transgender woman said well ask the cars do what they ask you get paid for it oh my gosh at nine nine years old you know nine year fucking soul i wanna like i don't know that the name of this um square but this is a square where a lot of kids prostitute themselves mm. for drugs so it wasn't rare for a young girl to be like flagging the cars mm-hmm. offering services right so right away she gets her first call. not right away i'm not saying this happened in like two seconds i have a question she probably have like hours walking she walked yes. to that place she saw the woman mm-hmm. it's the middle of the night she had never been even though she didn't leave a she was struggling at her own house she still was under her own little roof but this is the first time to the first night she's out of her house by herself uh-huh. so of course kenya got her first client that night innocently she thought that he was there to help her Oh, right. So she started crying, telling him my grandmother died. Mm-hmm. Um, I just came from whatever. She didn't know where she was or where she heading. Like, oh, and why no. not? And she thought that this man was there to help her. So, uh, of course, they, the everybody knows these things. Like, you know, the hotel, they take the, the sexual workers and why not? So he take her to the hotel consoled her of course there was according to kenya there was no penetration but she had to perform sexual like um oral sex and when nine years old just i just can't okay, just keep on saying that right but the man said i cannot help you i cannot take you with me because he was saying take me with you i'll like i'll clean your house i'll do your things right because she didn't know but she didn't know what she was going for do you know what i mean mm-hmm. she didn't know what this situation but this is not the people be. that had tb or things mm-hmm. like she didn't know how to read or to, how to like write or whatever do you know what i mean so 
she's she's like of course the guy took advantage of Kenya and but he gave her enough money for food and to pay the hotel for one week. Okay. Oh, that's good. Well, I'm not saying it's good because he you did see? make her do. You see? Yeah. You see? But I'm glad she had somewhere safe to be for a week. For one week. So when Kenya wakes, wakes up the next day, she sees that in the same hotel, there are other transgender women. And she recognized the woman that she saw the night before. And she's like, oh, I want to do this. Like, I want to dress like you. And why not? Granted, this is a place where kids also are doing these things. So I don't think she was hang, hanging around listen, with 60 years old women. And you know, here's my, women. here's, I just want to make sure I put a disclaimer here. The system is my, broken, Chanel. My, my, uh, my uh, shock at the fact that she's nine wanting to participate is not because I think that she's too young to know that this is a li- this is who she is because I feel like I'm not in a position to tell somebody that they you can't know who you are at nine I'm not saying that at all mm-hmm. I'm not in that you that you're not in that person's body mm-hmm. right that's a whole other argument mm-hmm. that's a different argument and we're but, not going there like and we're not going mm-hmm. there but what I am saying is it's the she's still a kid she's still a kid and she got a i'm not the no pun intended genuinely Mm -hmm. she got a taste of what the life was like for somebody in that lifestyle Mm -hmm. so i found it surprising that at nine she's like i want to do more of this because she was she claims that that's the first time she actually thought okay i i can see myself as remember Perform oral sex. There was yes. no penetration yet, but she had also only like man, not grown ass man. Do you know what I mean? Like she always, she never liked women. Sure, she, she well, she's nine. That's Maybe she likes thing. teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yeah, like, of course. Know? But yeah, the thing is, the thing is that she asked these women. They take her shopping and they dress her. Mm-hmm. Up, right Kenya became popular in the island is fucking disgusting she's a child uh, the is no 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 this is not this is the tip of the iceberg you know? how long is this game the and I, 19 this is 1983 okay right 1983 because she was born in 1973 so this is 1982 a few months after Kenya started working as a sexual worker, I don't like to say prostitute. Sure. I have to do it. Um, she was requested by clients to start consuming drugs. And she went down that rabbit hole. She started her addiction. So for three solid months, she was like very popular. She make a lot of money. She was... She bought herself her stuff. She she paid for her hotel room. She had a a bed to go to, mm-hmm. and why not? But then she started um, using drugs, mm-hmm. hardcore, you name it. She was doing it, drugs, right? To the point that by the age of eleven, she already had. Li- she been living 
in the street because she whatever money she was making she was using for drugs mm. doing sexual favors for drugs that that sleeping under a bridge sleeping whatever and from time to time she will go into a shelter just to eat but what happened that every institution that she will go to she will say uh, my name is Kenya but when they the these people will see her as a boy mm -hmm. because they will be like taking showers and why not they will be like if you want to stay here you need to not wear wigs or mm. not wear eyelashes or you know that you need to be stripped down of whatever identity that you have in order to get the help because I do not recognize you transgender woman so she says that um she will endure it for a few days and then come back out to get her fix mm -hmm. some places were more drastic than others and they will just shave her hair shave her head and why not wow she got lice all the all the stuff that she could get you get lice now on the ttc Lice is really not that polarizing anymore. Yeah, but no, she got all the stuff, but I just don't know how to say the naming. Oh, English, the other right? things that she got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One time, when Kenya was 13 years old, she... So she's been on the street four years now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She gets into the hospital. She gets into the hospital because she was dehydrated. She was, you know, she was bad. It was rough. So they get... they. They, they ask her what you're doing and why not. She just want to get out of her. So she said, well, I'm a sexual worker mm -hmm. and I'm here because of drugs and mm -hmm. this and this and this and why not? So they said, oh, do you use protection? You use protection? What? She doesn't know what that Never is. Never use protection. So they tested her and then she find out that the year when she was 13 years old that she has HIV. She was HIV positive. Kenya is all over the place having unprotected sex. God knows who gave it to gave her, it to and, her she and she's getting she's given it to. Mm -hmm. She's also getting high. And so she's sharing needles. She's sharing she? needles and why not? So she cannot pinpoint when and how she got mm -hmm. she got infected. Now, the thing is that she I don't know again, ignorance. I it by I don't know when these symptoms start showing or whatever, but mm -hmm. the thing is she got tested and she did nothing about it. Granted, this is the 80s. Right? When HIV is still fresh mm -hmm. on the scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's also very... Um, it also like people are discriminating because mm. it's fresh on the scene. Also, Mexico. Mexico big, big, big on... I, I don't, I, they're like machos, like I don't care about whatever you are, whatever, you know, you're born with the penis, you're supposed to be a tough one, cannot be dressed like that, like they cannot cry, they can, huge, right? So this next part, there are different sources that said different ages, so I just use at the age of 27, so from 13. To 27, she's still living in the street. She's That's in and out of shelters. Years. Well, no, it's 18 years. Uh -huh. 18 years, yes. Uh -huh. But I, I don't know. The times are all weird, 18 right? 18 and 9. 9 and uh -huh. 8 is 7. Uh -huh. And 1 and 1 is 2. So it is 18 years. So now. I'm just bad at math. Sorry. So now, 
she Kenya is by where she's getting her drugs. Mm-hmm. So she goes there and tries to get her her whatever drug she's buying drugs. Wait a so she how, went to the house. To, how is she managing on her HIVs if she's not taking care of herself? Nothing, nothing. You see, what? that's why the day the days are iffy. Just bear with me. Okay. So when it, she goes and she she goes to this house. Let's just call it a house. In this house, she's getting her drugs, right? She's buying drugs. As she's buying, uh, she's buying drugs, police comes. Mm-hmm. The person that she's buying the drugs from puts the drugs next to her and just remove. And then they drop all to the floor, mm-hmm. right? So it what looks like she's said? in possession of mm-hmm. the drugs. Mm-hmm. And Kenya's ass gets arrested. She gets arrested and sentenced to 24 years <gasps> in prison for drug uh, possession. possession and selling drugs and all that because the drug, big quantity mm. yeah they knew she said she said uh, oh no come on like they knew who was the one selling what mm-hmm. they knew they know who's the one that's a sexual worker they knew who was the one uh doing this she, they knew there were kids selling um, themselves for drugs. The, they, they knew all these things, but they just took her regardless. Every time she would introduce herself as Kenya, she will be, no, you will be back. Um, now, she goes to prison. And this prison now is, of course, all males. They do not recognize transgender women. <laughs> Every time they will have uh, uh like if they will put nail polish they will get punished they will be isolated they will whatever so kenya start making a little bit a name to herself and try to get, encourage other transgender women to just be themselves right but every in time, prison in prison mm-hmm. so every time they were manifest themselves as transgender they will get bitten they will you know by everybody right of course the police knew that she was also a sexual worker so what the 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 guards at this prison used to do is take her and other transgender women and sell them to their other prisoners what they were their pimp so the the security Mm-hmm. at the prison mm-hmm. would pimp out the transgenders mm-hmm. at the prison yeah. to the other people in the prison. Yeah. For money. For, for money, of yeah. which Kenya never received it. Never. So then, um, what it, about her not, HIV status? It, 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 nobody care. <gasps> nobody care. Nobody care. I mean, so Kenya... Granted, she has been all this time. Her family never came for her. Her fam- Of course, she gets arrested and she had nobody. She never had a visitor. But she was always a hustler. So she started like ironing clothes for the other. To make money. Um, cleaning their cells. Like she started making bracelets and why not? So she started making friends with the visitors with other prisoners visitors right mm-hmm. so they'll be so like she could oh, sell them things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. such good friends that some of the older ladies 
will come in, uh, for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Will come and give her a cake. That's nice. Uh, they will buy stuff, bring it to her for her to sell in the prison. Right. Mm-hmm. Five year goes around, and she's sort of making five of her, the twenty four years. Five of the twenty four years, sort of making a life there. She mentioned that this is the first time in her life after she left home mm-hmm. when she was nine years old that she had a place that she woke up was the first the the place that she goes to back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So prison now became her home. Mm-hmm. The first constant I'm not in trying her to, life. I'm not trying to make a joke here, but I honestly did see the other day where somebody said their retirement plan was to commit murder. No joke. So that they can get, because they can't afford to retire. They're like, at least if you go to jail, you get food, just, just, you get mm-hmm. you get a place to live. You know, that's not a bad plan. I'm, I, I'm just saying that I heard it's somebody's plan. plan was like, I can't afford to retire in this economy. So I just going to, my plan is to commit a crime. A crime that will, you know, not send me to hell, but will send me to prison. And just so I can get some time, you know, like a break. Mm-hmm. I'll get food. I'll get um, a place to sleep. No, but you strip up your identity. Like imagine I mean, just not being able to move on your... My real issue is not uh, don't, not having access to like Tylenol and like... <laughs> Things that make life a little bit more comfortable for me. Like, if I have a headache, I want to be able to do whatever I want, take a Tylenol. And I want to use whatever hair products I want in my hair, you know? Like, I want those kinds of things. I want to have my back scratched without somebody turning it into a porn, you know? Like, I want to say, hey, can you scratch my back? And I'll have it be that, you know? Okay, so I ran the fifth year one time in the patio or whatever they go outside these the, Kenya gets into a fight with another prisoner so they the other prisoner caught her she got injured the other prisoner get injured because Kenya knew how to defend herself she'd been living in the street and as a punishment she get moved into a further prison like a prison like with she People put in solitary confinement. That, oh no, I, that's another thing. She's she got put in supermax. One year of solitary confinement. Oh wow. Okay. Aha. So she gets moved into this prison. It's At this prison, of course, Kenya continued to consume drugs in the prison. At this other prison, let's just call it. This is six year six of her incarceration at this prison she says okay now i need to find a way to make money here so she was told that that there was a section of the prison dedicated only to people with hiv so she said shit i'm gonna go there but the people there said bitch don't come here because then people won't know that you're vegan. Because everybody that takes this the the this the medicine, it's they're dying like flies. Yeah. She she signed herself to because she said, okay, I'm HIV now. I I want to be part of these this thing that 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 gives me the medication to survive with this. But granted, this is the nineties now. Nineties. So okay. Now there's experimental drugs in prison. It's exactly what it happened. So they were doing experimental. These fuckers. This, okay. So she goes 
and she finds out that she that they were giving experimental thing. So she said, oh, fuck, I cannot fuck around with drugs because now we need to know what the fuck it is. So she tricked the, the, the thing that she was not taking all of the medication. Year six, sign up for HIV uh, medicine or treatment. And, and stop using recreational stopped, drugs. Stop using the recreational okay. Stopped. So uh, when she's going on withdrawal, she was taken to the hospital because she had like a... Uh, when the DT, the dilution, the detoxes. When the, when the dilution, yeah. hallucinations. Uh-huh. So she talked to this other doctor and she said, listen, these other girls are saying that... Um, they'll keep on dying, they keep on dying, I'm scared to die. So the doctor showed her what were the medication, what should the medication look like. That's the good medication for HIV. So she knew they have mixed other mm-hmm. stuff and different people were getting different stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But she could not control that. She said, I cannot help these people. But these people were also terminal. She started volunteering for the terminal section of the HIV community. In the prison. In the prison. <laughs> the doctors, when the doctors knew that the person was going to pass, they will call her to spend the last hours with the person. So, so she said the doctors didn't want to go in the thing or clean their cells or clean their bed. So she will do that and she will get, will get, be getting some money. Mm-hmm. That way she was making a little bit of money to buy her own food, to buy her own stuff. She said at that time she already... she found a partner, had her little bodega selling her stuff, but she never did drugs. After she signed up and had her little detox and why not. And she's full on into a treatment that allegedly will gonna help her with HIV. Hold on, uh, did I miss the part where you said she was released from prison? No, no, no. So she's then in how a she section? have a little bodega? Well, she's had this. I have like an actual bodega. She sells. She's, she's still the, selling little things yeah, yeah, yeah. in the she's, prison. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, she, she still little gets little a prison and she opens a store. Yeah, no, 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 okay. no, no, no. She has a little business, but at, 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 at the prison, right? Okay. So she gets to be known but the administrative people in the prison. One time, this lady comes and said to her, what are you here for? And she said, I was buying drugs, da 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 and whatever. But she said this the first time after her sentencing that somebody asked. She just accepted that she was going to live there for 24 years. So she said, you, you were roughly like you, you, you can appeal to this. So she said, I don't know how to write, how to read, how to do this shit. And I already have a job here helping the nurses because the nurses be scared of the HIV. So she will do the cleaning and the stuff. Because she has Mm -hmm. HIV and she's not afraid. Yeah. This this is back in the time when people were afraid of HIV. Okay. So she, she said, she said, um, but she didn't care because she said, I was so busy helping others and I had my little business, right? That she didn't care for whatever was happening outside, right? So this person um, helped her. So in the spam, and this is by year 10, in the spam. So she's 37 now because she mm-hmm. got arrested when uh-huh. she's 27, uh-huh. 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 24 years. Allegedly, because yeah. I think that age is lower. Okay. 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 So... In this span of three months, she appealed three times. Her sentencing from 24 years got reduced to 10 years 
Eight months, seven days. So she had eight months and seven days to go. No, when she found out that her sentencing was reduced, what's day seven? So they came, uh, guard, day seven. day seven of the 10 years, eight months, and... So it was the same day. Mm-hmm. So they came, a guard came and said, let's go. Just, she thought, I got in trouble. I got in trouble. Oh, oh shit. So she said, oh, fuck. Like, I got in trouble. So she was taken into the office and they present her with the paper. She's like, fuck, read it for me because I don't know how to read. So they read the thing and they said, okay, you're free. They didn't let, allow her to go back. She, go she has no. saved money. <gasps> and she couldn't, she couldn't get see. her money. She couldn't get her money. Guards took everything. Took the merch took the money, and she couldn't, she said, these fuckers. Mm-hmm. She said, she said that she was, she was done. She was done. She was not allowed to do anything. Say goodbye to her partner. Say, do oh, anything. Yes, she had, she a, had partner. a partner. And she said, I have, she said, for the second time in my life, it wasn't the second time, but she, she also said, for the second time in my life, I'm stripped down mm. of the one security I have, the one home I made. Mm-hmm. Because yes, it was a prison. Yes, it was hard. But for me, it was the place that I wake up and I go night night. Mm-hmm. So she's off mm-hmm. on the street. No money, no nothing. Looking like a boy. Where did she go? To the same square. Right. This same night, she starts working mm-hmm. as a sexual worker. But she said she had a different perspective now because having seen so many people dying of HIV. So she said, oh, fuck, I cannot keep on doing this, right? She has, she, she gets more conscious. So she said she waited for the next day and she went to like an ambulatory or like a medical assistant, whatever. And she said, you know, there are a lot of sexual workers around like that, a has a lot, uh-huh, mm-hmm. that have HIV with no condoms and like, can, can we get some? Mm-hmm. So the good nurse says, take some. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she's like, okay, she's now, now protecting herself and she wants to continue to with her medication, right? Because that all stopped when she got kicked out of the, the prison, but because they, she had to present ID, which she didn't have of her being a boy, which she didn't want. She was not allowed to have medication. Uh-huh. 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 So she would gather her sexual worker friends and half of them all, like they will have to dress the boys, get an ID from other boys, Mm -hmm. go into the hospital, get tested, get the treatment, and then go on. But she didn't do that for herself. Yes. Oh, she did too. Her and her other friends. Okay, so they all just like boys. They went and they got fake IDs. They went to the hospital, got diagnosed as HIV so that they could get signed up to get the medication. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. But of course, like if you sign up as a... David Lee. You have to go back as David Lee every time you have to get Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. So not that, that didn't happen, right? So she made herself a little group of friends. One of them, it's called Paola Buenrostro. On September 30th, 2016, Paola Buenrostro and Kenya were working, like, you know, it's nighttime. So this drunk ass man, his name, Arturo Felipe Delgadillo Olvera. Wow. I know. I don't want you to forget that name. 
I won't remember it either. That's a lot of names. Okay. But Arturo is what I remember. Okay. okay. So, motherfucking Arturo comes around drunk as fuck. And he's like, like two, three women, two, three women said no, not to him. Because he, he looked drunk. He looked wasted. And he was like, oh, I only have, I don't know. come on, get in, get in. Paola gets into the car, right? Kenya was behind the car, right? So Paola gets into the car, and just as the car goes up, goes on, it starts driving, Paola screams, Kenya, Kenya, help, help, help. And as Kenya runs towards the car, she hears the the uh, gunfire. <gasps> when she gets into the car, she turns on her phone right away, mm-hmm. like as a video. And the guy points the gun at her, points the gun at her, and shoot. She didn't get shot because they think the the thing got um, jammed. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She didn't get killed. And she sees this and drops like he push he pushes. Paola's body to the thing. So she started making this revolution, like this, like screaming, and all the other sex workers came around. The man, they, she said, it's a blessing that a policeman was around and he got arrested. On the spot. On the spot. All the sexual workers said that Kenya had a video to the police. Police said, no, just keep it, just keep it, just keep it, right? And when they were, they were dismissing it. Like, oh, this whore, this whore, this whore, right? But she said, we need to follow, we need to, we need to go to the police because this motherfucker killed my friend. She was pissed. Just like this motherfucker killed my friend, this motherfucker. So they go to the police station. They were not allowed to walk in because they were whore. And you are a man, you should not be dressed as a woman. But I have proof that this man shoot her. He said, I'll kill you too. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't, I as a policeman don't recognize your gender. Whatever it is, I don't recognize that you're a hoe. I don't recognize that you're trying to identify a woman. I don't recognize no shit. So you have no right here. But she stayed there. She stays at the station for 48 hours. She sleeps at the station for 48 hours. Waiting for her name to be called so she can testify. And give the evidence. And give the evidence. Well, not testify because they don't have a court case, but at least to give the evidence to but the police. Don't but you know, these things happen because my motherfucker Arturo is a former me- member of Mexico's military. Of course. And it's a private bodyguard. Of it's course. It's a private bodyguard? Bodyguard. Oh, so, he's a private bodyguard. Mm-hmm. So this bitch, they tell, one of the, the, the ladies at the police station said to him, to Kenya, go there because they took it for like express questioning. Processing. Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, you know, we're now as fishing as fucked. Top priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they go there and the judge said that you are, you have to be taken off. She, she was guarded out of the court because the judge didn't want the court to be infected by her. Wow. And she was kicked out. Even though she had the evidence. And the evidence was never submitted and this motherfucker was released. 
Kenny August pissed. She went back and she said, I need my friend body. I need my friend body. She needs to be, um, she needs a funeral. I need my friend body. So of course she had to wait another 48 hours to get her friend body. She was barely prepared. You know, like, you know, when they put the, the things, the chemicals in the body to, mm -hmm. to be, um, so like nobody did anything with her body. Uh -uh. Because they were afraid to they touch even, her body. They don't even. They don't even. They didn't even um, perform an autopsy. Nothing. 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 They didn't clean up the nothing, body. Nothing. 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 Wow. Nothing. Before they released the body, she said to the police, "Okay, I either bring all my sexual worker friends and we're gonna do a protest here, or just give me the body because if no family is gonna come and claim her, mm -hmm. no, I just, I just want to do it right. I just want to do it right." So she started gathering people, and when these people saw, okay, what are we going to do with this body here? Just give her what she wants, let her be. So she's like, okay, they release the body, and she takes the, the body for a funeral. Chanel, this woman convinced this man that's driving the... the, the um, Hearse? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. that, that he... to go by the biggest avenue in Mexico. Or around that area so she goes and take take off the keys for the for the car takes her body and stops the traffic by this time we're like 15 20 sexual worker plus her and she starts screaming that this is how we're treating this is how being treated and why not and why not and why not so people with phones started recording this thing to the point the police came when the police came, the, the reporters also came. And at this point, there was a lot of media, so the police wouldn't do anything about it. You right? mean they wouldn't do anything wrong about it? They wouldn't do anything wrong about it. Mm -hmm. Right? So this is the, start, the first time that Kenya gets media exposure to say whatever it is that she had to say, and especially about Paula. So she exposed... Arturo and everybody under the sun, mm -hmm. everybody uh, from the, the denial of the HIV medication and all this shit. So more media was interested in hearing their stuff. But there was this one woman from the prosecutor's office that was very interested about what she wanted to do and she approached her and she said you want to do this right and she said yes i want to do this right so she gave her the funds to get protection remember that little deal that she had for condoms mm -hmm. she had to get them the funds to get protection to get condoms to get them treatment to get her and other her friends treatment but because she continued to expose these people more openly, more openly, she started receiving um, threats. Mm. And in January 2019, Kenya used to have uh, trans other used to help other trans transgender women as they get their fit together. Mm -hmm. Right, so they will stay with her. So in January 2019, this other transgender woman that she was helping, Kenya was helping, um, was staying at her place, and she got murdered. Mm -hmm. In her, she got strangled in her bed. Kenya firmly believes that 
she got the other transgender woman got confused by her. Do you know what I mean? Like they thought it was they Kenya. They thought it was Kenya mm-hmm. who they were going to kill. Mm-hmm. After this, when the police said, okay, bitch, they're out to get you. And this prosecutor woman said, okay, we need to give you protection. She has a, they give her a panic button. Okay. And she has now a bodyguard. Okay. Right? Because now it, she's a formal activist for LGBTQ... Well, at the very minimum, trans mm-hmm. rights. Mm-hmm. Right. In 2019, after she gets oh, um, the the bodyguard and why not, mm-hmm. she, get, she gets a letter by the prosecutor saying, oh yeah, you know what, Paola? You were right. You were mistreated. Paola was mistreated. But we cannot catch this man yet. We haven't caught this man. But you were Wait right. Wait a minute. Paula's body was Paula, mistreated like how she was, after she got killed. Yeah, because remember they didn't let her mm-hmm. testify. Mm-hmm. So you were right. You were, should you should have been allowed to testify. However, we're not going to open this thing. Mm-hmm. There is a, a arrest warrant against this man. Mm-hmm. But he has not been arrested. Not that somebody's looking for him. Mm-hmm. No? Anyway, so this other lady, this prosecutor later, he started talking to other people in the government that were interested to, to uh, help Kenya. In in 2019, Kenya founded an Asociación Civil Casa de las Muñecas. And this is an organization that provides support and shelter for trans people, for people with struggling with addiction, and for people that are in the street. Mm-hmm. There are steps, we're not going to go in depth, but the thing is that they're trying to... Um, deal with their addictions, um, help them whatever gender that they want to be, to create their identification, to make them legal, a well, legal woman, legal man, a legal whatever it is that they want to be, and they teach them a trade. When the pandemic hit, right before the pandemic hit, she had like a house. She had like a house, but she was making it to be a home. But the pandemic hit and all that got stopped. But also the hotels closed mm. and the sexual worker did not have any anywhere to go. So there was a lot of trans women, transgender women, sexual workers in the street. So what she did, it was like, okay, come here. We'll gather our things together. And then she named La Casa de Paola Buen Rostro. And this became so the first like official trans. transgender mm. shelter in in Mexico City. Uh, to this day, Kenya Cuevas continued to be an activist of, she doesn't like to say it's only transgender women. She likes to say that she's to, to people's rights. Okay. Whatever it is that you want to be. And to the name of my case, she said, she had gone through therapy and all that jazz, you know, now know how to read and write and why not. But she said that she has forgiven everybody that did her wrong, uh, including her mother, because, you know, and she had no contact with any other, like, of her siblings or whatnot, Mm -hmm. only her mother. Uh, She said that her mother just denied everything, but she doesn't care. And she said, my biggest revenge is that I will be happy. I'm sorry it took that long. 
No, but that's an excellent story, though. It it's a horrible story. It does involve Amuda. I was like, oh, look at this. It didn't really involve crime, but it does. It does involve Amuda. It's, it's horrible story. I feel really bad about what happened to Kenya since she was yeah. young. Yeah. And you have to imagine that there are young people who face mm-hmm. that every mm-hmm. single day, mm-hmm. you know? That mm-hmm. they have to decide, okay, if I want to be independent, I have to make these choices that yeah. allow people who are older than me mm-hmm. to abuse me mm-hmm. for their benefit so that I can have some little bit of independence in this world where the world has been unfair, you know? So unfair. To have a person that has gone through so fucking much and just say my biggest revenge is that I will be happy, that's a level that I don't know. No, I mean, it's just, it's just at the end of the day, like if the relatives that she had were wishing her bad of the relatives that she had were of this mindset that because she was living her life different from them, Mm -hmm. that she was less deserving. Mm -hmm. She's right that if she were to succeed where they fail in life, Mm -hmm. then she is already winning, you know, by being happy, by not... Mm -hmm. I mean, if she had gotten HIV, curled up in a corner and gave up, her family and the people who discounted her would have won. Mm -hmm. So the fact that she was able to rally and still, you know, um, turn things around for herself, you know, I think that's extremely admirable. And um, and she has created this shelter in different cities. Oh, uh, wow. Around. Different cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mexico. That's good. So, but I mean, obviously she's still alive. I heard her story. There's way more details than what I could put possibly say. I think it's crazy that that one person could live such a wild life. And I cry. Well, yeah. I cry. Like, it hit me when she said, fuck, like, now I'm out of my family. Prison. Like, imagine how bad your life has been. That prison became your home and your family. But like we unpacked already in the middle of the story, like prison is is at least consistent. Mm -hmm. And for people Mm -hmm. who don't have consistency, Mm -hmm. it will seem like a refuge instead of Mm -hmm. seeming like Mm -hmm. something scary. Like if you're from a situation where you have freedoms and stuff and you go to jail, you're going to think about all the things that Mm -hmm. you're losing. But if you have nothing, Mm -hmm. you'll see it as a position of gain. Imagine, imagine... 10 years in prison and then you're like, oh, I'm sorry, go. No, but Susanna, I mean, yeah, that sucks for Mm -hmm. sure, but that definitely happens every day. Mm -hmm. I think it was sadder for me to hear that she had to leave everything behind, that she had finally started to make that place Mm -hmm. like her home Mm -hmm. and she got comfortable. I mean, there are a lot of people who will argue that prison is not supposed to be comfortable. Like, there are people who will argue that Prison is supposed to be a punishment. It's not supposed to be somewhere for you to go and have a life and Make get a boyfriend and, and have a job and live live great. That's how a lot of people feel. Mm-hmm. Like if you were on the victim's end of the story where let's say Kenya did commit a crime, yeah. like a violent crime mm-hmm. at that, and she stabbed somebody and they died. And that person was like your parent or family member. I want her that. You don't yes, want her having mm-hmm. a good time in yeah. the prison, right? Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of argument for that. With that said, in her specific situation where, you know, um, there's she didn't particularly do anything wrong to be in prison, it's easier for us to accept the story of her having a good time. But with that said, you know, it it's still in the lens of it 
does that mean that somebody who has committed a violent crime is never deserving of happiness again ever after that fact yeah. and that's that's another question for another day mm-hmm. but what i'm what i'm saying is that in her case i think it was just sadder to know that she had this horrible thing put her in prison like this this random act of selfishness mm-hmm. put her in prison and then she turned things around for herself so that it would be a positive environment for her and then she lost it yeah. you know I thought that I found that to be the saddest part of the story, even though the nine-year-old segment was pretty harsh. Horrible. I found the second part because I mean, if you if you know zero stability, and you've come to have somewhere that you feel safe, it's not the safest place. It's definitely dangerous. It's prison. It's definitely restrictive, but it's consistent. Mm-hmm. It shows up for you every day. And she finds she, but this is the thing she said. I will have never. Turn my life around. Haven't I gotten hurt from that other man at the other prison? Mm-hmm. Because she now she's so focused on helping, helping the people. Yeah, the nurses yeah. and stuff. But she said, "I have seen death so close to me. I have seen how people die, and it's just like like it's not like everybody died like in a harsh way when she was helping those terminal cases." She said that sometimes. She will put music, or she will uh, crack jokes. You know, try to. Mm-hmm. It depends on the vibe of the situation. Ex- exactly. Mm-hmm. Try to try to make it. But she didn't. She said that was the time that she decided. Okay, addiction is not the way that I want to go, or continue to go, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be more conscious of this. Right. So she turned it the whole f- thing around. It's a very sad story. There are videos. She also did a TED Talk. Oh. I would watch that TED Talk for sure. It's in Spanish. Oh, well, I, I put on the sources Spanish and English. That's, season. yeah. People will find it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sad, but ultimately I think it ends up being an inspiring story. So I think that's, that's good. I thought it was a very good story. It's just, I'm sleepy. So I don't know how I'm going to deliver my story because I'm a little sleepy. But I'm going to go with it. So like I said, my case is called rough sex. You have gone really soft. Look at this. My case is so called... Soft. I get tired. There <laughs> okay. you go. Um, okay. Now me, I am not one to comment on other people's sex life. <laughs> I didn't expect you to laugh at that, but okay. <laughs> However, in this particular case, I can't avoid it. Okay. Additionally... We don't really get that much detail about the actual incident in question or the people involved. So I made as much of a story and painted as much of a picture as I could based upon the evidence as presented to the courts. (laughs) Our story begins with an unexpected body. Shit, we're diving into already. Already, yes. Mm. Now, one site said that on the night of October 28, 2015, a neighbor of the victim in question, 60-year-old Francisca Martinez. Six-zero. Sixty, yeah. Okay. Sixty years old, Francisca Martinez, knocked on the door to see her. But then when the boyfriend at the time, 65-year-old Richard Henry Patterson, answered, saying how Francisca, the girlfriend of only four months, was sleeping the neighbor was like uh-huh that seems suspicious 
And so, I mean, I know you're saying, I don't know if the neighbor was Trinidadian or not, <laughs> but based up, basically the answer didn't sit well, and that resulted in the neighbor calling the police. That's one description given from one site. Okay. Other these are grandparents' ages. Meanwhile, other sites indicated that the police were called to the scene by Richard's lawyer, not by the neighbor who asked for her and she was there. Mm-hmm. So you have two options. Neighbor came by the door and was like, hey, we're Francisca. Francisca's sleeping. The neighbor was like, mm, that seemed weird. Mm-hmm. Let me call the police. Or Richard, the guy who answered the door, the boyfriend's lawyer, is the one who phoned the police. Okay. I'm inclined to believe the latter based upon what I went on to read. Mm-hmm. So we're going for a lawyer. Yes. Okay. Irregardless, poor Francisca was in fact deceased. And it would seem from the state of her body that she had been deceased for some time. Ay, coño la madre. Upon making entry to the home, police found Francisca's body face down on the mattress, already in a state of decomposition. They also discovered a bag filled with blood and semen-soaked paper towels and tissues. Her hands were also covered in blood. Her hands? Her hands. Blood? Yes. Hmm. Upon completion of the autopsy... Do you know what the fuck is this? Let me tell my story. Uh Upon completion of the autopsy, it was noted that Francisca was likely deceased from anywhere between 24 to 48 hours prior to the police arrival. And because of the state of decomp, bruises would be hard to identify, which ultimately led to an inconclusive cause of death. So they couldn't say what killed her, right? Okay. Based upon just looking at the body and doing the little autopsy topsy. Mm-hmm. The cause of death, although necessary to show malice or intention to hurt in a murder case, mm-hmm. would have been nice. But given the fact that the prime suspect, Richard, mm-hmm. who opened the door, was in the apartment and contacted his lawyer prior to contacting the police himself, mm-hmm. allegedly, mm-hmm. it would seem like a slam dunk case. And Richard was subsequently arrested one week after the discovery of the body. Okay. As if it wasn't bad enough that he was literally caught at the scene of the crime, the police found a text message Richard sent to his daughter saying, quote, I did something bad. I'm so, so sorry. And that he choked Francisca because his medicine was, quote, driving him crazy. <laughs> now... The part where I said that he was caught in the crime, this is hybridizing the two options that were given to me, which mm. is that the neighbor knocked on the door and he opened the door and that and he the one, called no, the lawyer. Yeah, okay. So I've, I've fused the two together, okay. okay? Okay. It might as well have been Christmas because the only thing missing for the prosecution to make their case was a nice, neat bow. Because, you know, they have, they have towels, a dead body, blood. towels, blood, Richard by the door. S- Semen. They have they have all of it. Red Call hands, lawyer first. Text lawyer. message saying the sorry uh-huh. and that they choked Francisca because the medicine was driving crazy. Uh huh. Medics an excuse. Uh huh. But whatever thoughts they had of a quick conclusion, like a quick run through the courts with uh-huh. this, uh-huh. were dashed when the suspect Richard and his lawyers put up their defense. Their defense was quite simple. Francisca died in the act of rough sex. Specifically, 
Francisca succumbed while being choked on his exceptionally large penis <laughs> in the act of providing oral sex. Now, so many things to say. At no point did Richard deny choking his girlfriend. But Whip it out! But specifically, he wanted <laughs> to know time. that he did not intend to have his girlfriend choke on his penis. <laughs> Considered a disrespectful defense by the victim's family, they felt Richard was just grasping at straws to create a sensational and rather unbelievable reason for the cause of death. Conversely, Richard doubled down on his statement that the victim did in fact die choking as he described, and his defense even requested that he get a chance to display his weapon in court. Even going as far as saying if he can't show them the real deal, they would take a mold of his penis for mm. reference. Mm. Because Richard felt like if the people saw what he was working with, they wouldn't doubt that she choked on his penis. <laughs> Although it's easy to laugh at this, we have to remember, real lives were lost and at stake in these proceedings. You know, Francisca is now dead. Richard's on the block for going to jail for murder. Because so of the, a huge penis. So the prosecution... At 65. Yes. The, what? It don't... Like I but think Chanel, you just stay I'm with the honest. one that you had. You just stay with the one that you had. Yeah, but if 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 it managed to choke a woman at sixty five, I don't know what that penis was doing at twenty two. That's not for us to speculate. But I have questions. So the prosecution was taking the offer to see the penis seriously, asking the defense if the penis, now potential evidence, would be presented erect or flaccid in the courts. And they made a case for the fact that the size would, in this case, would matter. You know how people always like, size don't matter. In this particular case, it, it's it necessary. Does. Right. <laughs> While the court debated if they wanted to subject themselves to the full Monty, meaning a full show, <laughs> the prosecution set out to refute Richard's claims by bringing in Associate Broward Medical Examiner, Lori Boyko. I think it's Lorio Iori Boyko because I keep saying he. Is she is she there to bring the mold? No. Uh. Boyko. I'm just gonna call by the last name Boyko because yeah. I can't remember if the the name is Lori or Iori, which is a male uh, and it was a male. So I just say Boyko. Boyko, Boyko described the 2020 2015 autopsy of Francisca saying that they couldn't tell for sure if she died because her body especially around the face and neck, was so badly decomposed that any bruising would have been obscured. And even though they couldn't state a concrete cause of death, they still offered their opinion on the rough sex defense, saying that they didn't believe that the death happened in that manner described by Richard, since that would mean that Francisco would have to have had an obstructed airway for at least 30 continuous seconds just to lose consciousness. And would have had to continue without having a reaction. The reason they said that is because at the end of the day, if somebody is being choked and having their airway blocked, they're not just going to allow that to happen. I they're going to say, bite, mm. kick, scratch, scrape, scream. That's a natural reaction, right? So everybody's like, even if your giant penis is your defense, Nobody's just going to stay there and allow you to suffocate them without resisting in some way. And how did they, the, how did they explain the blood in her hands? So there was one article that said it seemed based upon the scene that some people, Buddy, a.k.a. Richard, was trying to get rid of evidence. Like he mm. panicked, right? 
Now, I don't know where the blood would have come from in that particular article, but uh, there was one article that mentioned a missing finger or uh, something going on with her finger. So I'm not sure if, and I'm not saying that he did, but I'm not saying, I'm telling you based upon what I read, I can't say if he attempted to get rid of evidence. Mm. I'm not saying that he did that. Okay. Just saying I read an article somewhere about her finger and then that might explain the blood. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Anyway, like the examiner was saying, the expectation is that a person in that position would bite, kick, etc. to get air as a natural reaction. Mm-hmm. And then went on to say, like, if that wasn't enough to consider, after the 30 seconds of being rendered unconscious by choking on your giant penis you would have to continually leave it there for an additional two to three minutes so that she would die somebody's not going to just die after running out of air for 30 seconds like you would have to continuously do this according to richard okay he didn't even realize anything was wrong with francisca Mm. until he went to the bathroom and he returned 15 minutes later (laughs) Which to me makes him seem like a selfish person to act to participate in these acts with. Well, he's walking around with a big dick, probably think a lot of himself. Well, then, according to his defense, he was so embarrassed by the manner in which he died that he contacted his ex-girlfriend who took him to a defense attorney, which is the defense attorney who called the police. Oh, that, hence the 48 hours. Yes, okay. the 24 to 48 okay. hours. So and she knew what she was dealing with. Who is that, the ex? The ex-girlfriend. Well, and so the defense is the one who called the police, like we said, which accounts for the prolonged decomposition, as you pointed out. It did make me wonder at this point in the story if that was intentional. Like, let's wait to call the police because we, you know, I'm not saying that they did. I did question it, though. It came to my brain. I was like, what if they stalled? What if he stalled before he went to the... Anyway, because I'm not saying the lawyer did that because the lawyers are supposed to do the lawyerly thing. Mm. I'm just saying as... They are supposed to. They are supposed to. (laughs) So the examiner for the prosecution countered that manual strangulation, which is him putting his hands around her neck, Mm -hmm. could go undetected in rare cases. And that given the extensive bruising and the state of the body, it was impossible to say if she was manually strangled. All right? But a neighbor, not sure if it's the same potentially Trini neighbor who did the wellness check, Mm -hmm. said that in their four months of dating, Richard and Francisca had a rocky relationship. And allegedly on that night, they had been heard arguing and Francisca was going to break up with Richard. Mm. Like I said, I I put a note here saying I only read that once. I do not know how much water it holds as a story, Mm. but I'm putting it out there. I'm going to put all of the links for y'all could read all the different versions of this, right? So the judge decided to straight up ignore the request for Richard to show he penis in the the courts and said no penile viewing. And after some consideration, don't be upset. They they, they threw it out. No, no mold, no nothing. No mold, no nothing. No real dick, no mold, right? But But how can a a jury make a 
I'll you just want to see if his dick really big. If it's so big, <laughs> the, that kills somebody. No, the prosecution's examiner had so good of a point that the defense had to concede that they had a good point, which was that you're right. If somebody's being choked, if somebody is choking, right, even if it's a massive dick or if it's a cotton ball, if it's a rag, they're going to resist took, yeah. against the act of choking. Yeah. So... After some consideration, the defense attorney, which is his attorney, Ken Padowitz, had to walk it back. He had to walk back their whole argument that she choked and he didn't realize that she choked. Acknowledging, in light of the examiner feedback, which is where they said, ain't nobody gonna just allow that to happen, Mm -hmm. that quote, that's not the way she died, but that's the way Richard Patterson thought she died. Mm, okay. So there is a lack of awareness on his part. Mm. He's thinking she must have died choking on his dick. Mm-hmm. He must have been so into it that he didn't realize she was choking on yeah. his dick. Yeah. And so that's how she mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With no evidence to support a murder, since there was no sign of such on the body, the lawyer went on to say, to allude to the fact that his client may not have been aware that the victim was even in distress. He didn't say he alluded to this. Mm -hmm. I inferred that from reading the article. When faced with the fact that Richard admitted to choking Francisca in his text message to the daughter and the friend, Ken, the lawyer, countered with, quote, he said he choked her, not strangled, which... I guess it's a pretty big distinction if you're making a rough sex defense because somebody can die in the act of being voluntarily choked. Yeah. But someone is murdered when they're strangled. Those are not the same. Like, you hooking up with this person, the person decides to choke you, and you die. That's accidental. But somebody going and strangling you with intent is a different term. But I don't see it. I see it. He... He is saying he choked her. He did not strangle her. Strangle implies intent to murder. Choke is you're having this rough sex activity Uh, and the person happened to die. Just the neck just broke. Just didn't break any necks, no? There are no broken bones. I I did read that. There were no (laughs) broken bones in her neck. Um, Anyway. With, it is a pretty big distinction, to be fair. Strangled versus choked. Okay. I'm with you. I'm, I'm not with you, but I'm here. <laughs> with life in prison on the line, these were pretty high stakes for such a defense. You know, that A, we did choke her, but we didn't strangle her. And A, she did choke on... She probably didn't choke on his dick like we described, but that's what we thought happened. Like, that's the whole defense. So how are he... Come look at my dick to see that it's possible. I, I need to ask questions. Okay. No, but that's the whole that's the whole defense. Okay, okay. And it worked. Fuck no. Yeah. After five hours of deliberation, Richard was acquitted of second degree <gasps> murder and he was released. He was released. Why? They have no evidence on the body that she was Fuck. murdered. Because she has no broken the bones. Blood? They have Just no signs. Nobody if if he like he wasn't if even. He panicked. Hold on a second. Yes. <laughs> this is more uh, like I'm more impressed about this than the big dig. <laughs> because what the fuck? Like hold on. Regardless. Yes. L- regardless of him choking it with the his huge dick, 
or with his massive hands or whatever or he said there's no evidence on the body held the body he held the body there for two days he went to seek legal counsel before Uh, getting the police because the lawyer didn't come in 48 hours my no. Goodness, hey, okay, no. Susanna, this is all arguments. Honestly, these are good points. Like, first of all, the body sat there for 24 to 48 hours. The well, lawyer the is responsible for... They, of course, they say that he's they, they're very disappointed. they disappointed the legal system. They feel like she's grasping at shores. They feel like his defense was fucking disrespectful. It, of course. Um, But it, basically, like... He, he waited 24 to 48 hours. He notified the lawyer whenever he notified the lawyer. Like I told you, there's only one article that discussed that blood, the bloody soaked mm-hmm. tissue. Mm-hmm. I tried to find the actual mm-hmm. court documents and I couldn't find the actual court documents. Okay. So who knows how rough they actually liked it because there was no additional explanation to what other acts they were participating in that may have resulted in blood being a factor. But like I said, I did see one article, that same article that referenced the bloody semen-soaked tissue, whatnot, talking about her finger. So I don't know if he attempted to make any kind of a cleanup, but he did panic. He did contact the... um, the daughter and the ex and the ex is the one who put him on to a lawyer and the lawyer is the one who contacted the lawyer the dog the police the question where all of the gray flags for me pop up are things like the duration of time like mm-hmm. when was the lawyer notified and the police notified was yeah. the lawyer notified at three and the police called at three or one or was the police was the lawyer notified at three on the first day and then called the police the next morning at 8 a.m mm. you know now you've participated in having the decomposition mm-hmm. happen you know because at least for that at least Shana, at least for that i mean all they're saying is that that's not what was on the table i don't think that was on, on the table if 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 mistreatment of a corpse was on the table maybe he would have gone to jail but now, what they tried to put him in jail for was second degree murder if he had a case for if they had a charge for X, like how you treated the body, not reporting a crime in a so timely tell manner. Me these might be things. If Ryan snapped my neck, my neck during sex, he 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 just gets free because it's a well, taboo. Can he prove that it was an accident? Can he prove that he wa- it wasn't? But that's what's happening here. They couldn't prove that it was intentional. There's no signs on her body that it was intentional. She has no broken he neck. He the motherfucking body for one thing. Again, that's not what he was on trial for. If he was on Why? trial for this is so mistreating a body, or if he was on trial for not reporting a crime in a timely manner, if these were charges that were levied on him, mm. I could see how maybe he could do a little time, maybe he could get in trouble. But, like I said, I couldn't find the full court document, so who knows if he did get charged with all those other charges. Yeah. What I can tell you is that for second-degree murder, he, he walked. Was. Because there was no evidence to support that he murdered her. None. None. And, the, like the lawyer is saying, the terminology in his text message says, 
I choked her. If he believed that in the act of them doing this stuff, that he accidentally choked her too much and she died, it holds true with what he said to them. He didn't say I strangled her. He said I choked her. So if that's the case, what did they came right away? Oh, I have such a huge dick and that's how she died. But maybe he does have a huge dick and he assumed that's how she died. Which is why they, after the, after the prosecution's okay, examin, examiner, hello, after the examiner Dick said... Dick in, ha- in, in mouth. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Hands around the neck. Go at it, bitch. I'm doing it I so don't hard. Know. Like, there, there is no need for that much roughness in life. That's and I'm not for you. But that's for you. If... This man and this lady, and I'm not saying that they did because I'm not trying to disrespect the victim yeah, either no, and the family's already in a scene about it. If two people have decided we want to push the limits of any human physical contact to the point of either needing a hospital or, or a police in their sexual activities, die in your business, if they both agree. You and I need to make a pact. I don't want to make a pact. Anyways, we don't need to make any pact. My point is... is I feel sorry for this lady. At the end of the day, she died in an embarrassing way, I think. You don't know that. What do you mean if I don't know? You don't know. He could have been making his his story. He said, oh, she like it rough. She got her naked. She strangled Mm. her. And that's it. Or strangle her before being naked and then... Oh, whoopsie, we were having rough sex. There's a bunch of, of other evidence that people not even evidence but a a bunch of other i guess would they call it circumstantial evidence which is like the fact that the neighbor said she heard them arguing and and exactly but you don't know if that's part of the foreplay of their situation listen this if people i'm just just trying to think if you're gonna come to me and be like okay this uh, this is your night bitch you're gonna have a rough you're not gonna come and scream so you're going to slap me and scream at me? You have to pick one. You cannot do both. But what if that's what they like? I'm not saying that it is. I'm just making an argument here with you. Like, what if that's part of their whole little kink? Like, they, they meet each other at the restaurant or whatever. They pretend to be two different people. <laughs> they get to the hotel. They fight. You know, they have like some sort of passionate fight and then it <laughs> turns a lot. into... It's a commitment, right? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying, right? We will never know. What I am saying is that this man got off because they could not prove that he murdered her. Is it wrong that I'm still thinking that he's 65 and claimed that he has a huge dick? What? Why do you think dicks shrink because they get older? No, 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 no. I'm not trying to shame anybody. It's just... It's not shame. I'm just logical. Like, if he had a dick, the dick that he was born with, the dick that he had when he was in his 20s, 30s, 40s, it might have some operational issues, uh, but it's not gonna have uh, uh, fundamental schematic issues. Like, the actual size of it is not gonna change, to my knowledge. Does it get smaller? I don't know. I don't know. We should Google that. I'll, I am in very interesting on knowing. We should find out Let's what's gonna happen. Do penises shrink? Hold on, this is a Google. Because I understand the the the. It gets tired. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Don't we all? But think, you know, right now, if if Ryan and I wants to be wild, we said, I bet we can sleep until ten o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> okay. 
and then we try. We try to make it. Um, okay, look, penile shrinkage, also called penile atrophy, has a scary place in the aging question because it does happen. See? And it does has a does happen as a result of some age related issues that men experience. How to prevent <laughs> how to prevent <laughs> You look you do your market research on your own time. Listen, if if I wanna put it out there and they need this to le- to stay in the podcast. It depends we on what do, you say. We do a podcast on crime because if our search is used on any case for us, we're fucked, channel. We're 100%. here. How choke this? How can somebody choke from a big? Literally, to, let ha, me tell uh, you, somebody that the search all this, the all let this me, search stuff. Let me tell you what my search engine looks like. What you my search engine? Do penises shrink as you get older? <laughs> Man who claims wife died given oral. Criminals who died while committing a crime. People who have killed to hide gross habits. <laughs> Babysitter murder. People who have killed to hide embarrassing habits. In between their credit karma, Canada. <laughs> Criminal eaten by crocodile. Convert pounds to kilos. <laughs> and that's it. You this see? Is, you this see? is what it looks like. So don't, don't take us on this. We do this thing. You see, oh, <gasps> I can't believe you said it. Did you see that a man who was on? Did you just? I'm said? sorry. I'm sorry. That was very fast. I cannot fast. believe. That was very fast. <laughs> no, I can't believe you're sitting here and I did not say to you. You know Steve Harvey's Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. He not Wheel of Fortune. What the fuck am I saying? The, the Family thing. Feud, mm-hmm. right? A guy on Family Feud had answered a question, and the question was like. What do you regret most about your wedding or something like that? And he said, Getting oh, honey, married. don't kill me um, saying I do. He killed his wife. No. Yes. No. Yes, the guy who no! was on Family Feud. No, no, Yes, allegedly. Because, you know, he only just got arrested, but allegedly he killed his wife. After he said he regretted saying I do on national, international TV. That's the one that says, we asked. 50 women da, 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 and they have to give the highest common more common answer yeah the ones on the yeah. board and they they say yeah. we are also like what do you regret most about you mm. you know your wedding and he said saying i do and then it was just what? a joke until he allegedly killed her i know i'm not gonna do that case i'm gonna wait for it to work its way through the courts but anyway what do you think about my penis case I, I have questions. I uh, cannot I cannot believe. I think you wouldn't be happy until you saw his penis as a juror. No, of course. <laughs> as a juror, because let me see it. <laughs> but let me see it. I mean, shut up. The, I want to see this thing. The prosecution was willing to accept it. They were like, we want to see it. Trying Whip to it out. let's hear the terms. Are you going to show like, it to us? I'll be like, no, I want to mold, please, and thank you for <laughs> what. I need to see because you know you need to you need to test the theory of how it how was are you stuck. testing the because theory? Because you need to you need to have the penis and then you'll be like, show me how were you choking her? Uh, like, uh, uh, these uh, things. Okay, like, okay, you okay. need to you need to show me show yes, me on the mannequin yes, how you were choking yes, her. Yes, so I thought you were thing. offering. Oh no! What the fuck? These, well, you're very excited to have a mold of this uh, man's well, penis. Well, if it's what? as big as wow, it's big. <laughs> wow, <laughs> bitches, be curious. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, it's just, it's just like you, there, I, there are things that you want. I don't to see. know what to tell you about this particular one. I think if I was on the jury, I too would want to see his penis only but because he made the all defense, these claims. The defense was so smart because, of course, they either went for "I'm curious to see," you know, but the the judge or whatever was like, "How am I going to have this man?" Get a heart on, show his dick, while everybody's trying to have Observe. a straight face. Granted, this is people that are used to look at body parts, talk about all them things, and uh, another live body part there shouldn't be a different. Maybe he could have you submitted know, a they picture. Went, exactly. That, that, mm, no, you wanted to see it yes. in person. Mm. Better be clean. Clean. <laughs> What I will say about this is that he isn't completely off the hook in my opinion. He's off the hook like they can't charge him again for the murder because they've acquitted him. Yeah, but the, uh-huh, but the but other stuff that he did. He can still be charged in my opinion, in yeah. my humble non-lawyery opinion. There's a host of things they could have charged him with. Mm-hmm. You know, reckless endangerment mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because if you know you have this colossal dick and you just whipping it around, choking mm-hmm. people on it, that means that you're <laughs> liable for this weapon mm-hmm. that you are now using against others. Uh-huh. So you've got that. You've got the um, mistreatment of a body. Mm-hmm. You've got um, not reporting a crime. Like I said, so I can't many say I can't say that he was not charged for that. All of the articles are super focused on man who claims dick, dick. Cho- chick, dick choked girlfriend um, found in a, acquitted of murder or not found guilty or what. That's all they're really focused on. It's hard to move on from the big dick. The, the, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. exactly what they did. If that was the defense, and it was not, it was just uh, this guy. That was very good. Yeah. Because you cannot move from like okay, but whip it up. Like yeah, yeah you were choking, but how? You will have this continued curiosity and in the minds of, course, of the jurors. Of course, because like I said, oh, my, my head is like, how is it that how how mm-hmm. how how things were happening? I think at the end of the day. This poor lady still passed away. She got her, killed. Her family is not... One way or another. Her family does not have justice for her. No. And I think it's one of those things where we will never know what happened unless he were to confess to more, if there is more to know. Like I said, if. I'm not out here. But this now, man, is, is, this man has the, been acquitted. He has not been found guilty. Couldn't they bring the ex-girlfriend to say, okay, is it true? I think the girl, ex-girlfriend did say he did like a rough sexual relationship. Mm. But like I said, if two people are consensual in going into this, yeah. then, you know, uh, it's kind of like, I mean, it's for the same. Okay, if this is, I'm not saying I agree with them letting him off. I'm not saying that I agree with them not letting him off. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm just giving you a scenario, right? If you got in my car as a passenger where I am driving the vehicle and you unfortunately, knock on wood, were to die being a passenger in my car, right? Or How big is your car? <laughs> or or where, where you, you say you're going to ride a ride. Mm-hmm. And you unfortunately don't survive riding this ride. Mm. And you accepted the risk 
in riding the ride mm. or driving in the vehicle mm-hmm. just by the act of buying your ticket or saying, hey, Chanel, drop me to the store. Mm-hmm. Am I liable for you in that situation where you knew there was a risk and you entered into the situation? I'm not saying that it's okay. I agree. People should be charged. If I was you involved are, in honestly, that, I feel liable. Yeah. Me, I. But that's me. But that's why you have insurance because of all these things Of happen. course. Maybe he has to insure his dick. Maybe he should insure his dick. And with that, my Penis friends. Insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Next search. Penis insurance. Insurance for large, for large penises. <laughs> this, I've, I've definitely fucked up my <laughs> search insurance. Look. <laughs> Shit. We're giving away dick insurance. Hmm. <laughs> Because you have car insurance, you know, if they're, if they're if you can't insure your penis. You could also insure yourself against a UFO abduction. Mm. Yes. I don't know what that is. I'd have a man named Nick Hawk who has a million dollar penis. This is some news. Look at this, Susanna. So a million a, dollar penis. Yeah. Yeah. So professional escort starved the showtime show rings. gigolo. <laughs> Nick Hawk announced in the latest episode that he insured his most precious asset, his <laughs> penis, for a cool one million dollars. Mariah Carey insured her legs for seventy million. Mm. I didn't even know she was well known for her legs. Dolly Parton insured her breasts for six hundred thousand mm. dollars. And Bob Dylan, Rod, Rod Stewart, and Bruce Springsteen have all allegedly insured their vocal cords. So penis insurance is a thing. It's a thing. And maybe with him knowing what it's capable of, he should invest in such. Because I see giving away free advice. Doing the people's work. Cannot galas you forever. The dick? That's what this meditation Us for. And our our creativity. Alright, take us away, Susanna. We know nothing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 we know nothing mm. so please go to the sources linked on our instagram at criminally clueless or on our website at criminallyclueless.com to get the real tea follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and feel free to leave us a like or a review so we can dominate those ratings hey remember we might be clueless but that's not a crime and if you know you have a big dick get it insured Do that too. You could probably make some money. (laughs) (laughs) 